Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, holy jeez. Happy Tuesday to you, everybody. Good morning. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome. To the final day of the month, Big J. It's the 31st day of May 2022. After a nice long weekend of what hopefully was something that you enjoyed, the Under the Covers Memorial Day weekend here on The X, we are back at her, and this time it's personal, Big J. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it was a very busy weekend for you, agree or disagree? I mean, parts of it were. Uh, Because you had stuff going on Saturday, you had the live broadcast, Sunday back out at the football game. How did that go? Uh, It was good. It was good. You know, there was uh, was the last regular season game of the year, and, uh, you know, it's a Memorial Day weekend, so there was was the the handful of people there uh, were fans, and they had a great time. Did the Horsemen win? Yeah, 71 to like 26. Jesus, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so you got to see some scoring and you got to raise some money for the Alzheimer's Association of the uh, Greater Idaho. And then on Monday, I imagine, uh, much like the Lord, you rested, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Boy, I needed it too. Did you do anything of note on Memorial Day? Nothing, man. It's Nothing. T- it was tough with the weather on top of everything else. The weekend weather really was a bummer for Memorial Day. I, I mean, agree. And it's pretty rare that you have weather like this uh, in May for Idaho and... So, yeah, it would kind of put a damper on everything, including probably uh, a lot of the sales uh, there for the uh, the $5 car sale. So we'll find out, get into counting on that uh, here in the coming days. But, um, but yeah, so I, I just uh, I played uh, some uh, some Xbox, a couple games that were fun that dropped onto the Xbox Game Pass that were free. Can't go wrong with that. No, no, I guess not. Uh, so all in all, a eventful weekend and a fun one? Yeah, I feel rested, which is wonderful. Weird. Uh, that's how you're supposed to feel after a long weekend, at least hopefully. Uh, on top of that today, we are going to label today as back at her, if you don't mind. we got to do the X-Rock Double Dare at 7.30 for the first time in a couple of days. We'd like to kick this thing off this week here with uh, giving away some cash, so that's going to happen at 7.30. We also have a chance for you to pick out a movie for Big J to watch. Uh, did you, in, you know, there was a lot of streaming to take uh, place over the weekend as oh, well. Did yeah. you partake in any of that? Well, I got in the LB1 right okay. away. And so. uh, your thoughts, spoiler free? Uh, it's great, man. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Emotional. I'll tell you what. For me, anyways. It, uh, it, it made me excited for things to come. I felt the first two episodes were really, really kind of setting up the story, which I suppose was fine. But it was a little bit, um, I don't know, I guess I set the bar too high. And I gotta, I gotta be careful doing that. Like I thought it was gonna be something that was like, right out the gate crazy because it's only six episodes. You know what I mean? And yeah. it really kind of, <laughs> so far, in my opinion, uh, has taken its time. And that's fine. It can do whatever it wants. But I was kind of, I, I don't know if I was expecting more or I, I just had to lower the bar a little bit. I think. Here's the thing about it, and I guess maybe we could spend some time talking about this down the road somewhere. But um, the way they connected people to obi-wan with the ptsd thing was huge for me 
I mean, it's just like you never think about that and the stuff that uh, he had, you know, to deal with mentally after that whole escapade. Sure, sure. So it's an interesting kind of take because you don't usually get that realism from Star Wars. I'll say this. uh, If the prequels were just the first two minutes of that episode of episode one of... (laughs) of Obi-Wan, I would have been much, much in a happier place because of it. I felt it done a really good job of recapping, honestly, everything you needed to know in those three movies that uh, that had any kind of importance and cut out six and uh, probably seven and a half hours uh, of time and made it seem somewhat legible and, uh, and a lot less filler, I'll put it that way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, it's there, it's going to be a big, gigantic hit, but uh, you know, it was one of those deals where I feel like uh, I'm very excited for future episodes, I'll put it that way. But I, I feel like I can check it off my box. I also I feel like I feel I feel that I know a little bit more about what's going on because of Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. So some of that stuff follows right after all. It's all in the same kind of time order sixty six. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get into some of the other fun and excitement that's involved. But we also play music on this damn show. Let's get started with some Foo Fighters. It's best of you. Nick and Big J. We did it, Big J. It took Memorial Day weekend, but damn it, we did it. Idaho gas prices have reached an all-time high, my friend. Congratulations. How does it feel? I, it's not. Uh, I don't want to celebrate this. Huh? I don't want to celebrate this. That makes sense to me. Uh, regular fuel now averages about four dollars and seventy-three cents a gallon. That is a ten-cent jump from last week. Diesel is up to five fifty-three a gallon as well. Now some counties in and around the state have got higher prices. Boise County is averaging about $5 a gallon, which is a lot of money, Big J. It's a lot of money anywhere you go. But we were wondering when we would get there, and the answer was Memorial Day weekend. We we broke the record of what we reached at an all-time high. Now, again, nobody can really seem to <laughs> understand, other than price gouging, why this is happening. Because again, oil prices have remained pretty steady. Uh, there is no lack of supply. The ga- there's the, you know, we're getting gas just fine. It's just, uh, listen, the reality of the situation is we are fueled by gasoline. Agree or disagree, Big J? Oh, yeah. And the companies that provide that petrol to us have got about two and a half years of lost profits to make up for when everybody was working from home and nobody was going anywhere. And now that we all are back on the roads and doing things, there is one way to bring back the money that they lost, and that is to charges through the yin-yang at this particular point, which uh, we continue to do because, God forbid, we, we find alternate routes of travel. That's not going to happen, you understand? Yeah. We're still going to drive, and we're going to drive just as much as we always have. We're just going to bitch and complain about it because that's how we deal with things. So uh, there is no relief in sight because there's nothing to relieve ourselves from. It's just merely, it's $5 a gallon because that's what we're all paying for. You understand what I'm saying? And until we stop doing that, it ain't going to change. Or they decide to regulate something, which we all know is not going to happen anyway. Yeah. So that's just the way it's going to have to be, everybody. Enjoy for the foreseeable future. The NBA Finals are set. Are you excited? We got the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors, Big J, after Boston won Game 7 a couple nights ago. And now it's set in stone. Do you have a particular horse in this race? No, no horses. Do you have a prediction? Uh, yeah, the Warriors. Will you watch even a second of it? I don't know. Maybe a, maybe a couple of quarters. Uh, on accident, though, of course. <laughs> Not necessarily an accident, but just out of curiosity, but over the course of uh, all the games, probably. Just a couple of quarters yeah. kind of thing? And then if it catches you, you might hang around, or probably not Sometimes, either way. Sometimes, yeah. I give it like uh, a minute. 
Well, like a, good, like a good song at the beginning. The NBA got a decent Game 7, although Boston was running away with it. Miami made a nice comeback and attempted to uh, win the game in a Jimmy Butler 3 late in the 4th, but weren't able to do that, so the Celtics hung on. But the NBA desperately needs a somewhat entertaining NBA Finals, and I'm not talking about a finals that goes seven games. Some, some I'm talking about games? yes, competitive. And yeah. I, and the way these two teams play, I'm not sure if it's going to happen. Because listen, uh, Boston is certainly the better defensive team. There's no doubt about it. The Golden State Warriors are certainly the better offensive team. There's stars on both ends of the floor, but it's going to come down to whether or not Golden State's making their shots because they're going to get open looks. And if they make their open shots, it's going to be a freaking blowout. And if they don't, it might be a close and competitive series. But I have my doubts about that as well. I feel like this has the opportunity to be Blowout City. And by the way, uh, Golden State really hasn't had much of a challenge uh, throughout their entire run of the playoffs this year, in case you're curious. They've wrapped things up pretty easily and done so pretty handily. So we'll see if the finals... I mean, they've had a lot of time off, too. So we'll see if that happens. We got the conference finals set in the NHL after the Rangers defeated the Hurricanes 6-2, kind of upsetting the Hurricanes in Game 7 on the road in their second-round playoff series last night. So they take on the uh, two-time defending champion LA uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, I should say, in the conference finals. Game 1 is tomorrow. Of course, we already know Edmonton and Colorado in the Western Conference Finals uh, for the NHL side of things. And the weekend box office didn't surprise anybody. Uh, it would be what would be an average weekend for a Marvel movie, but it was the biggest opening of Tom Cruise's career as Top Gun Maverick broke in $156 million over the Memorial Day weekend. A very good showing for the movie that's been in the can for the last two years. Doctor Strange ended up making another $20 million to add on to its total. The Bob's Burgers movie made $14.8 million, good enough for third place and making its money back already in week number one, so I think they're pretty happy with that considering what else was in the box office this particular weekend. Downton Abbey uh, had made another $8 million, and then the bad guys ended up making $5.6 million. This is for the four-day Memorial Day weekend. I imagine because you already saw Top Gun, you didn't make a Memorial Day trip to the movies. Is that correct? No, I didn't. But uh, the, the congratulations to Doctor Strange, by the way. It now topped $370 million in the domestic box office, proving that, listen, man, the movie doesn't have to be that great for it to make a crazy amount of money. You know what I'm saying? That's how well into the consciousness that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is. And congratulations on that. So lots of people went to the movies, and the box office reaped the benefits that certainly Tom Cruise did. So hopefully you enjoyed whatever you saw this weekend. It's streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome back to the grind. We need your help. I am going to list out three movies. Now, here's the catch. You're not going to know what those movies are called. You're not going to know who's in those movies until a later time in the show. What I am going to give you is a description about that movie that was provided to us by a streaming service based on that particular description you have to decide between the three movies which one would you like big j to sit down and watch tonight uh forcefully and then i guess you're forcing me to do something it's rare voluntarily he will give us a review of it in 24 hours time those are the parameters of streaming dumbass you can interact by texting in 
movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to the TDS Fiber text line at 208-287-1003. We encourage each and every one of you to do that if it's safe to do so, because the more votes we get, the more of a chance there is that there's an overwhelming favorite that Big J will have to watch and we don't have to break any ties. So, get ready, Big J. Are you ready to yeah. watch a movie tonight? I'm ready. Something different for you. Sitting down and watching something on your TV tonight. That's on the agenda. We'll see which movie it is. Movie number one. After an epic night of partying, three friends return home to find a woman unconscious in their apartment. So now they're worried the police will suspect them of wrongdoing, so they try to get the woman to safely safety without drawing suspicion. That's movie number one. Movie number two. While dry, diving in a remote lake, two YouTubers discover a house submerged in the water. Their dive turns into a nightmare when they discover the house was the scene of atrocious crimes. Oh my god. And movie number three, a stressed out and completely out of his depth police officer struggles not to give in to the paranoia that grips his small mountain town as bodies turn up out of nowhere. Movie number one. Gotta get this body out of our apartment. Movie number two, crime house. And movie number three, police officer <laughs> trying not to freak out. Those are your three choices. I love your synopsis better. Oh, well, I mean, listen, they, they're pretty brief as it is, but I figure if I'm giving the listeners enough information, I have to break it down in smaller chunks uh, for them. So those are the movies you have to choose from. All you have to do is text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003. We will recap the votes and reveal the details of each one of those movies for the exciting conclusion of Streaming Dumbass. That's coming up next on the X-Rock. It's Jane's Addiction. Ben caught stealing here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. I imagine all the votes have been tabulated for Streaming Dumbass. Do we have a yeah. clear and decisive winner? Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Then let's go through the movies and what you could have watched and what you will watch, at least according to the ex-audience. What movie came in third place? Uh, coming in last place there is movie number one. Movie number one is a Amazon original film called Emergency that stars Sabrina Carpenter and R.J. Clyer, the former guest of the morning after. That is a movie that you don't have to worry about. It's a brand new movie on Amazon if you want to check that out. What movie came in second place? That'd be movie number three. Uh, that was a movie I was hoping you'd have to watch. Uh, that was called The... No, for a good reason because oh, okay. I feel it's, it's the only movie on this list that I actually watched and I think it's one of the best movies of the last year. Uh, it is put together by a former guest of the morning after Jim Cummings. Do you remember when we talked to Jim Cummings? Uh, no. He is no. the star and the writer, the director of a movie called Thunder Road back in the day. Uh, he is, I feel, one of the more talented filmmakers out there. And this movie is called The Wolf of Snow Hollow. It just started going on for free on Amazon. Uh, it's a movie that I paid to see. It's one of the last appearances by Robert Forster. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Uh, he is fantastic in it. And it's a really interesting take on a pretty uh, interesting trope of movies and Jim Cummings is fantastic in it. He, Thunder Road is a movie you should seek out and watch if you haven't seen it. Uh, he did another movie called The Beta Test that I believe is on Hulu now. That is great and this is called The Wolf of Snow Hollow which is a really good movie and it is on Amazon Prime. I was hoping to get your take on it but now I know you'll never watch it because I'm recommending it to you. So that means you must be watching much. movie number two, right? Yes. That is called The Deep House. It stars James Jagger and it stars Camilla Rowe and you will be watching it on Amazon Prime. If you want to play the home game, uh, again, the, how, the movie is called The Deep House. It's about the YouTubers that find the house submerged in water. And that is the Ugh. movie you'll be watching. What's the matter? 
I just saw a picture. Of what? The deep house? Yeah. You don't like underwater houses? Well, I don't want to say because I'm already there's already spoiler stuff happening. Keep everything in the dark. What do you mean? Clearly, there's an underwater dead person. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of tied into the yeah, description. Yeah, uh, atrocious crimes and underwater. Uh, yeah, so I think you're going to find a couple of those in those houses, if I had to guess. So, if you want to play the home game, the movie is called The Deep House. It is officially on Amazon Prime. Big J will watch it and review it for you and let you know if it's worth your time. I don't know if it is uh, more of a thriller or if it's like a straight-up horror movie. I guess you're going to find that out the hard way. But uh, that's the movie you'll be watching. Thank you for all the text messages. It is appreciated. So uh, watch the movie or just listen to Big J around this time tomorrow. He'll let you know if it's worth your time or not. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Morning after informal survey. Big J, you have allergies. How are your allergies this year so far? So far, they've been pretty good, but I treat it daily with an allergy pill, so hard to say. I do as well, but you know, I mean, even if you take an allergy pill, you could tell some days are going to be worse than others. And I find that my allergies tend to kick up when we have a weather roller coaster like we've had the last week or so, where it goes from really nice to all of a sudden really rainy and windy and then it kicks back up to nice again like that seems to circulate something in the air that makes my allergies kick in worse Cir- than others circulate the death bloom <laughs> yes exactly and uh if you are like me or you're like big j which seems to have a pretty uh, i guess uh, pretty consistent allergy kind of battle then maybe you know that it's been a rough year for most people out there that's according to a survey of 20,000 allergy sufferers uh, 23% say they're always ready for whatever the skies may throw at them, uh, which is the big J category. Things are treated daily. Everything seems to be pretty well. But the other 67% of us are saying, you know what? It's been a pretty rough year, and we're heading into that time when spring turns into summer that it's the most difficult season to deal with your allergies. Uh, The summer did rank as the number one favorite season with everybody involved in this particular survey, but they know that this is the transition to absolute hell on your allergies. So, uh, of course, a reminder that everybody's allergies are different, but they do say that this year's pollen count has been fairly high, and that's going to take into account over the next couple of weeks with the weather. It's going to remain that way, so treat your allergies however you treat them, but do know that if you feel like your allergies have been kicking your ass over the last couple weeks, you certainly are not alone. The weather plays a big part in that, and also the change in seasons plays a big part of that. Uh, By the way, uh, if you were to say your allergies are severe when they act up, would you say yes or no? Um... Yes, I'll say severe. All right. Then you are in the majority there. 76% of allergy sufferers say, you know what, when they do kick in and I have a bad day, it is like hell on earth. And so I would say to that point, I agree with that as well. So to those of you allergy sufferers out there, fantastic. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, do you know when your allergies kicked in? Did you have allergies as a kid? Um, Yeah, I think I did. I just dealt with it. Okay. Uh, cause I know mine, mine kicked in like when I was like 24 or so I was able to live fairly, 
uh, medicine free. I didn't have any of the symptoms or anything like that. And then something happened. I don't know what it was, but environmentally or whatever it was, it kicked in. And then uh, it really kicked my ass. And it took me a long time when I first moved here in 2007 to acclimate myself to these weather changes. Because again, I was moving from Phoenix, which is pretty much, there's no seasonal changes. It's warm always. Yeah, right. And so you could pretty much deal with it once you figure it out. But here with the seasons and the changing and the pollen count and all the other stuff that's going on, and actual lawns, which is one of the big things that I'm allergic to is grass and, you know, hay fever and all that kind of stuff. It really kicks in for me. And I've had to figure out that balance, which is a whole new world. So uh, just know that, and, and much like anything, allergies also kind of, their intensity wanes and, and gets more intense. So it's a thing that changes over time. You just have to balance it the best that you can. And hopefully you're doing that. Rangers beat the Hurricanes 6-2 in a deciding Game 7 of their second-round series last night in North Carolina to make the Eastern Conference Finals. They will take on the Tampa Bay Lightning, which, of course, have won the Stanley Cup the last two years in a row. Uh, game 1 begins tomorrow. In the NBA, we have our finals set up. It is the Warriors and the Celtics facing each other for the right to call themselves NBA champions. That should be fun. And uh, another thing that's streaming that you maybe haven't forgotten about because uh, there's all sorts of crazy stuff that streamed over the weekend, but Norm MacDonald's final comedy special, Nothing Special, is now streaming on Netflix. The Saturday Night Live comedian passed away in September of last year after a private nine-year battle with leukemia. And, of course, uh, it was very, very, very heartwarming to see that. You can have a little bit of fun and enjoy the uh, the actual comedy special if you'd like. But also, it, it was one of those, it's very surreal. Because Norm obviously knew he was reaching the end of his journey. Damn. Because he films a very special beginning where he essentially says goodbye to his audience during the course of it. So it was something I Damn. did not expect. And is very deep and emotional. And uh, as my favorite comedian, uh, or at least up there, he's on the Mount Rushmore of comedy for me, alongside Carlin and a bunch of others. But uh, he, it was, it was very, very uh, shocking. But worth it to watch if you're a fan of Norm's comedy, and uh, and a fitting way for him to say goodbye to his audience. So just so you know, that's also out there on the streamers if you want to give it a shot, if you're in the mood to laugh after maybe uh, getting hit with some unexpected emotions at the beginning of it, but it's definitely worth your time. The X Double Dare on 100.3 The X Rocks. Yeah, let's kick back off the old X-Rock Double Dare. It took a long weekend off to celebrate Memorial Day, but it is back this time with feeling. And we welcome on to the show Caller X this morning. His name is Ken. Hey, Ken, good morning, man. How are you? Yo, doing good, man. How you doing? We're hanging in there, brother. We sure would like to make your Tuesday a little better by giving you some money. That's going to depend on your knowledge of the following topic. Big J? Video game franchises. You consider yourself a gamer, Ken? Uh, yeah, I've even worked in the gaming industry oh, in Germany. So. Dude, this may be <laughs> right in your wheelhouse. I like that very much. Uh, so the idea here is we got three questions for you. They get progressively more difficult as we move along. We'll start with $50. We'll go up to a possible $200, and it's double or nothing. So you can go all the way and win 200 bucks. You can stop anytime you want, but if you get a question wrong, that means you get bubkiss. Okay, Ken? All right, sounds good. Here we go. Good luck, my friend. The Madden, oh, the Madden series of football video games has always been released by this video game company developer that reminds you it's in the game. Um, 2K. 2K. Wrong. 
Uh, Ken. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's incorrect. Listen, what? Oh. It's in the game, brother. Oh, EA. Yeah, yeah. Right. You got it on the second shot, but we have to take your first answer, the Ken. Hell, Son man. of a gun. <laughs> I was hoping. I know. I don't know what I was. I, 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 2K just came into my head at, at the first go, and yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> it's all right. We love you anyway, brother, and we're yeah. sorry that you couldn't get it done this time around, but don't worry. There's still two more shots in the world of video game franchises that could be happening with Jason Drew and the with overconfidence Adam. Overconfidence sometimes can get you. Uh, well, listen, man. I mean, also, if you don't play the sports games, that's going to be a tough one, I think. Uh, and so, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was easy, so I put it as a $50 question. But listen, not everybody uh, can do it. Listen, Plus, it's in the game. There's pressure. I mean, listen, yeah. you get on the radio, you never know how yeah, it's going to That's what happen. I mean with the overconfidence. You know I know the stuff, but once you get on there, it's, uh, everything comes at you. So we'll see how it goes the rest of the day. Ken, don't worry. That means you can still play again if you can get on through. And we'll have more video game questions as the day goes forward. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll come back with some more Going to Hell action. That's next on the x Rock. <laughs> After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. If you're anything like me, you are going to have some real questions after today's We're Going to Hell story. I I, I don't think I'm going to be able to provide the answers, but I'm going to give you as many details as I have, and we're going to go on this journey together as we head to Japan for today's We're Going to Hell story. And we'll start with a question, Big J. Where do you prefer to go number one? The bathroom. That is the correct answer. That is the absolute correct answer. Right. Yes, that is where people should go to urinate. Now, there are other options out there, of course. But if you are a grown person with all your faculties, that should be the way that you decide to go to the bathroom. Uh, I did not know that there was a whole lifestyle or group of people known as bottlers. Are you familiar with this term? God, no. It started in the gaming community. And it's the term uh, for online gamers that are so engrossed in their technology that they don't want to take a bathroom break. And so they decide to, you know go in a bottle near whatever desk that they're at or whatever gaming setup that they have to avoid having to take a break from the game to empty their bladder and so they just put it in a bottle near where they are and apparently it's well listen it's enough of a thing that there has to be a term for it again something i was not aware of now this all revolves around a particular part of the story because Bottling is a lifestyle, I guess, and once you do it, it's hard to break, question mark? Uh, At least that's the defense of a 46-year-old security guard in a province in Japan who was arrested because, Big J, he decided that he wanted to leave his bottles of urine in a parking garage as opposed to disposing of them accurately and properly. Uh, Now... The 46-year-old said that he started... Now, keep in mind, he's a security guard, but not a security guard for where they found the urine, which makes it even more weird. But this 46-year-old apparently has started urinating in a bottle years ago from gaming online and said it just became a habit. Now, he said that it was too much trouble for him to dispose of the urine by, I don't know, dumping the bottle down the toilet or throwing it in the garbage. Listen, the rest of the people that go to the bathroom, we don't have these issues. 
house, you know? And so he decided that the way he was going to dispose of his bottles of urine was to take it to his favorite casino in Japan and leave it in the parking garage. And so over the last several months, they were having this issue of large cardboard boxes of bottles of urine just randomly left in their parking garage. And they're like, what the hell is going on here, man? And so they did what any business would do when you're having a, you know, routine vandalism is they decided to set up cameras. And sure enough, they found this guy was just bringing his cardboard boxes full of urine filled bottles to a parking garage and leaving it in random places. And he said that this was easier for him to do than to dispose of it properly, which again, none of that makes any sense. I'm just telling you what his defense was. If you're wondering, Big J, how much urine we're talking about here, keep in mind that the rest of the world uses a different mathematical system than us, you understand? Right. And so they said every month for the last four months, he has been dropping off anywhere from 20 to 27 plastic bottles filled with urine, which is basically, uh, they said about 500 milliliters or 13 liters of urine. Uh, Basically the equivalent of 27 of like the, I don't know, 16 ounce plastic bottles that you buy at like a single serve soda at a gas station, you understand? all filled with his urine every month he would drop it off at this particular casino and they got tired of it and they finally tracked him down but the whole process and why he's doing it and what's involved in it 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 it, it, i just don't understand i can't figure out why you become a bottler why it's so difficult for you to go how it becomes a habit that you just can't seem to break and then why you define defend it as it being easier than i don't know pouring your urine down the toilet if you do happen to go in a bottle then just driving it across town and dropping it off in some parking garage is the easiest way for you to dispose of this? Not buying any of it. I'm not sure if he does have a vendetta against the business. If he does, it's a weird way to pay it back. But all, everything about this story leaves me nothing but questions. And again, I don't have answers because he got arrested for vandalism. He's looking at three years in jail because of it. He'll probably find his way out. But he's been doing this for a while and bottling, he says, for years. And he says a lot more people are into it than you think. You understand? No. So it's a whole lifestyle, dude. I don't understand the addictive quality of it. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I understand if you're on a road trip and it's a pinch and you have to go in a bottle. Nobody likes to do it, but it, it is certainly something that isn't, I would say, like uncommon. But then you dispose of that bottle in a proper way. You don't save your bottles full of urine for a month, collect them in a cardboard box, and drop them off somewhere. There's some sort of mental disconnect there that I don't understand. From the word go, there's some mental disconnect there. I mean, I I simply would just pause my game or, you know, take a break and log off and actually go to the bathroom. But apparently I'm the weird one. Well, hey, at least you're not diapering it up, you know? Not yet. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Not sure this is going to surprise anybody, but Columbia University put together a study and found out that sure enough, Big J, stress causes gray hair. Uh, You know, it's not really uncommon. I mean, there's lots of factors that go into why somebody's hair turns gray. You're getting up there in age, uh, other reasons. But stress is a pretty big reason why people can prematurely turn gray. But... Another really interesting thing came out of that study at Columbia University, and that means that they found something called natural 
repigmentation, Big J. Ooh. And it, it does basically mean what you think it means, that the hair can regain its color. What they did during the study is they found that there's about 323 proteins that indicate hair color, and then they selected gray and colored hairs from 14 participants, and then ranked the stress in their life. And sure enough, all the people that went prematurely gray said their stress levels were through the frickin' roof. You understand? Yeah. But while we know that that can happen, this study also suggests that the reverse is true, that they found out that if people were able to relax or de-stress their events in their life, that it can actually bring back color to hair, and even if the strands turn gray, you can repigmentize your hair if you are able to reduce the amount of stress in your life. Now, it's not, you know, completely 100% accurate or able to do it completely, but there certainly are areas that can get a lot less gray. Your hair can grow back with its natural color, and you don't have to be gray forever if you're able to eliminate some of the stress from your life. Now, of course, easier said than done in some cases, but it is interesting to find out that they found the first case studies of this happening and happening on a pretty regular basis if you're able to de-stress, if you can figure that out. Now, that's the hard part, figuring out how to de-stress stuff is where the difficulty is going to come in, but nice to know that gray doesn't always have to mean gray. Of course, that's why Jesus invented hair dye, too, as well, if you remember. So you can deal with it however you want to deal with it. The key one way is a little bit mentally healthier for you than the other. Rangers beat the Carolina Hurricanes in a game seven, six to two. That means they advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. They're taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning, of course, the two-time defending champs. That game one is tomorrow. And, of course, we have Edmonton and Colorado in the other series. Arizona Cardinals cornerback Jeff Gladney was killed in a car accident yesterday morning in Dallas. He was 25 years old. He was a Vikings first-round pick signed with the Cardinals in the offseason, but uh, of course, unfortunately, will not report to camp. And the uh, a female friend that was driving with him uh, also passed away in the accident. So rest in peace to Jeff, gone way too soon, of course, at 25 years old. And Big J, uh, you know, we enjoy Star Wars, agree or disagree? Yeah. It's got a real problem with a fan base, though. Uh, there were stories that came out a week ago that Moses Ingram, who you may not know, may not be a household name, but she's an actress that has been in things like The Queen's Gambit. She was also in Oscar nominee The Tragedy of Macbeth for Apple TV and uh, Ethan Cohen, who put that together. She is also one of the stars of the new Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi series that premiered on Disney Plus over the weekend. And uh, she had said that Disney sat her down about two weeks before the premiere and said, hey, listen, we just want to prepare you for the fact that uh, some of our fans can be pretty rough just so you know. And they had her sit down with John Boyega as well as Kelly Marie Tran, both of which have dealt with some pretty awful fans in the Star Wars universe. It's so stupid that this has to be a thing. Agreed. That's my point. I mean, you hope when you're sitting down with these meetings that you, you get these things and you're like, man, you know what? It's probably not as bad as they say it is. And then the series premieres over the weekend and the stuff on all the social media has started. And listen, there's really awful and really racist things being said about Moses Ingram and her role in the series. She is so great, man. And and it, I don't know what it is about it, but it, it's not new. And it, it certainly is something that Star Wars is trying to call it. But I mean, even this morning, Star Wars had to tweet out, stop being racist to our stars of things. And it's a real problem, guys. 
I mean, I know that that it's not like, you know, one of those things that anybody is particularly, you know, that's me or it's something that we have to do. But like you have to really start looking at a fan base of something as to why this is a thing that happens and how come it continues to happen in whatever new thing that they present. And it's a real issue, and it's really here, and it's something that definitely needs to stop. But Star Wars fans seem to lay it on thicker than anybody else, and that's a real, real interesting and awful issue that probably needs some self-reflection with a toxic fan base. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah. Because, again, uh, you know, uh, John Boyega figured it out with the first one, and then, you know, poor Kelly Marie Tran got had to stop all of her social media because they abused her so much. And now we're just two episodes into this new series, and already Star Wars has to basically say, hey, fans, knock it off. And that's never good when you have to yell at your fan base for being racist. So I'm not sure what it is about it, but it's a real problem and it's a real thing. And uh, again, Moses was like, yeah, I thought two weeks ago it was kind of going to be overblown. But now here we are three days into the premiere and already it's like, man, there's a lot of racists out there saying awful things about me and my family just because I had the gall to be in a Star Wars thing. And that's a real problem. And I'm not sure we're going to fix it anytime soon, but the more we can call it out for being as awful as it is, maybe. And here's the thing. I think we're starting to learn that not all of these are real. Huh? That not all of them are real. What do the you fa- mean? The people that are being racist. Here's what I'm saying, especially on social media, that not all of those accounts are real accounts. That they don't even represent a real person. No, no. You that's know what I'm with, saying? That's with anything, though, Big J. Yeah, but I mean, that's just... Uh, God, it's That's like, not to say that there aren't actual racists yes, out there saying no, all No, I, I believe there are, but I believe that there's also a large population of those that aren't even real that are being orchestrated for other means and it's ridiculous yeah it's it's the 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 power the the awfulness of social media is that yes you can you know command bots to do anything you want to do why somebody would command them to do this is beyond my comprehension but yes there's any topic that involves any kind of good or bad that there are bots involved with because it is social media and that's all social media is bots on anything you want to talk about politics racism anything that has a one side or the other you can uh, basically program to do whatever you want but the point is it's enough that it makes the actual business and the actual creators go hey this is a real problem that we are seeing and it's not okay so everybody please do better and call it out when you see it so that it stops as quickly as possible because it's ridiculous the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we've got some tickets tomorrow night. Big show at the Rev Center. We've got Star Set coming to town and Red. You don't want to miss out on it. Both of these bands have played free X shows and uh, they're amazing. So we want to get you tickets to that show for free. You just need to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Uh, you will have to answer Big J's questions in order to claim this prize, but if you get it, man, you're going to see a good show tomorrow night. That much, I promise you. Hello, The X. Pop Culture Smackdown. Oh, good. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? My name is Curtis. All right, Curtis, you're up first. Good luck. Curtis, uh, the movie quote, go ahead, make my day, was said by what actor? Uh, Clint Eastwood. Right. Clint Eastwood, indeed. Happy birthday. He's 92 years old today. Crazy. Wow. Nick Clint Eastwood squinted his way to Hollywood stardom with the Spaghetti Westerns. Who directed those Clint Eastwood films? Uh, Fellini? Fellini. 
Yeah. Not familiar with that uh, director. Wrong. Because I don't know who it is. Oh. What's the answer? Sergio Leone. Nah. Right. I, I've heard the name, but I, I wouldn't. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't have pulled that one. So, congratulations, man. Star set and red tickets are yours. You are going to go check it out at the Rev Center tomorrow night. It's that easy. You want to hear some truth? I don't think I've ever watched those films all the way through. What the hell? I, well, I'm not a big fan of Listen, westerns as much. Go as you sit are. over with that other guy's uh, office who doesn't watch westerns. I, I've watched plenty of westerns, but I, I find them mostly boring. And so I have, I've seen clips and stuff, and obviously, and all that kind of thing, but I don't think I've ever watched them all the way through. Well, you disgust me. I'm all right with it. Uh, we will do some headlines. Those are coming up next on the X Rocks. <laughs> headlines are as follows, sir. Not allowed, not cool, man, or gross out highway. Not cool, man. A man seemingly disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair threw a piece of cake at the glass case protecting the Mona Lisa at the Louvre Museum and shouted at people to think of planet Earth, Big J. The Paris prosecutor's office said yesterday that the man who's 36 years old was detained following Sunday's incident sent to a psychiatric unit and that had an open investigation into the damage of artifacts. Videos posted on social media showed a man in a wig and Lipstick, who had arrived in a wheelchair, the man whose full identity or affiliations are unknown, was also th- seen throwing roses in the museum gallery to guests. The cake attack left a white creamy smear on the glass. You're all too familiar with that, but the famous work by Leonardo da Vinci was not damaged because it's encased in glass, so he wasn't going to do any damage to the actual artwork. It just seems like a really weird thing yeah, to what be a doing. waste of your time and effort. But also, like, how do you get into like the, an art museum with a bunch of cake? You know what I mean? Oh, you didn't you didn't see the other part of that? No. Oh, he was dressed up as an old lady in well, a wheelchair. I I saw I said that part, but I'm what I'm saying is they still don't check. No. Like, I mean, you apparently can, not. If you have a wheelchair, you can hide cake in your lap, and that's okay. Yeah, I would I, think, I think that they would look, make sure. I would also think they're looking for stuff that isn't cake. Well, what I my 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 understanding would be at a museum that has priceless pieces of art, no food or drink would be allowed. I guess is my point. Right, but I don't think they're set up to be searching for uh, cake throughout their uh, you know, security protocols. I-, I bet you that changes. You want to bet? Okay. Probably. Because uh, now they know uh, that you can do it. Now, again, no damage was done, so it's like, you know, big deal. Some Windex and you're good to go. But the point is, uh, probably not good if you decided to go against, you know, another work of art that maybe wasn't protected by glass. There could be. I feel like he missed really uh, a great line here when he threw that cake. What were you? What do you want him to say? Let them eat cake now, Louvre. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how you say it? No. It probably would have been better if he was chucking that at like something of Marie Antoinette, though. Uh, that would track. Him sure, better. but I'm still same neighborhood. Not because it's a woman? Question mark. Not allowed Science. or gross out highway. Gross out highway. Traffic on I-70 near Pens- Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania was shut down after a truck spilled 15,000 pounds of hot dog filler all over the road. If you saw this photo, it's pretty gross. And you're never going to eat a hot dog again, or at least for a couple months. The sli- uh, Well, what did you think was in the hot dog? I don't know. I just know this. I don't want to know. Okay, I don't want to see it. It looks a lot different when it's not in like the casing and it's just pink grossness that's involved in it. And that's what it essentially looked like. But the the truck basically did a rollover. And so all of the, the stuff that's hot dog filler, which of course is pork and chicken and liver and all sorts of gross uh, stuff, 
ended up spilling all over the place and in trees and on electrical lines. And of course, it's also hot in Pittsburgh, so it smelled gross. Yeah, I imagine that particular situation would put you off hot dogs for a while. Police did say the driver was speeding and then lost control of his truck. He did have minor injuries. A ticket was issued. The hot dog filler was uh, filled and cleaned up off the road, Big J, and will be reused in hot dogs near you anytime soon. So make sure you pick some up Get at the supermarket. Truck, hurry. <laughs> I mean, it's not any worse than what we're already eating anyway, so why not? Probably. Wrap it up with not allowed, Big J. The airline industry doesn't give a rat's ass about you. Do you understand? Yeah. Especially United Airlines, which we have had beefs with in the past. Uh, they are no longer accepting credit or debit cards on board, period. Uh, now, they don't take cash either, which is understandable. Pretty much everybody has gone cashless these days thanks to, you know, germs and a national coin shortage. So most major places, for example, have gone pretty much cashless. But United is taking the concept to the next level by refusing to accept cards or mobile payment for any onboard purchases like snacks or drag drinks or movies or whatever. The only way to buy these items on most United flights now, you have to preload a credit or debit card onto your account, and then they will credit your account number for whatever you want to purchase, which is incredibly ridiculous and dumb. But again, it's not like they care. I fully expect at some point for the, you know, people on the airplane that welcome you in to spit in your face on an airplane next time we, you, you drive one because it's it's gotten so bad. Because, listen, they know. They know what are we going to do, drive, right? Yeah. The, the only other option is to do it. And whether we like it or not, they'll continue to shrink the seats and charge you for uh, your your suitcases and now make it difficult for you to actually give them even more money for something that used to be free because they don't care and we keep flying anyway. Kind of goes back to the gas prices when you think about it. Uh, we continue to do it because that's just what we do. And then we complain about it. But don't be expecting to purchase anything, at least uh, from like an impulse buy side of things from a United Airline flight anytime soon. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. It's Dorothy here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And if you're getting grief from your significant other for playing video games, keep right up at it because you never know when it come in, could come in handy, right? Yeah, I'm not sure what significant other has uh, about it, but I will tell you this. Uh, there are uh, sometimes some things to be said about playing online with friends, and that is if something happens and you find yourself in trouble in real life. And uh, this certainly happened uh, in a situation with a 17-year-old who uh, is a British teen and was playing an online gaming session when he began to suffer a seizure. And one of his gamer friends, a woman named Raven, who was uh, happened to be 5,000 miles away in Texas, heard Aiden become silent and start gasping for air that's when she started to search online for the proper authorities who showed up to Aiden's home around 40 minutes later and got him the care that he needed was he alone uh, yes, he was. And so uh, it's a good thing that they showed. And usually these type of things you hear about are swatting situations where somebody, <laughs> right. you know, wants to do something bad or uh, and, and to play a terrible practical joke. In this particular case, uh, it was a life saving situation. Well, does it say what game it was? I'd like to know that because it doesn't sound like there was video, right? It was just like some audio that was heard being played, right? Well, I'm sure that they were, they were playing a game. Uh, they, no, I understand. That's what I'm saying. Like, do, do they, say they, what weren't, game? they weren't probably streamers, but no, it doesn't say uh, what game that they were playing. And the mother was home, but she didn't know he was in a bad situation. 
Oh, right. Okay. okay. So uh, it was a surprise to her when the door, uh, when there was a knock on the door and it was the, uh, you know, the whatever they call them, their uh, EMTs here, of course. Paramedics, probably. But uh, it is good to know that uh, sometimes, uh, it, of course, it's, it's a lady on the other end actually caring about what's going on with other people. And so that makes sense that uh, somebody was able to get him some help. So it's good. He's going to be okay? He's going to be okay, yeah. Weird. Uh, it must have been like his first seizure or something like that if, uh, if it was unknown. So gladly somebody was paying attention and uh, goes to show that it does pay to listen to other people and see what's going on and make sure that you can help out if the case arises. So, uh, you ever had to save anybody's life in one of your gaming sessions, Big Jack? Uh, not, a, not their real life. No, there's always today. Their M- fake life. Morning after. Yes, I'm sure you've used your healing powers on many a, uh, a co-player. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We have your bad impressions. Those are happening next in the X-Rocks. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore Treasure Valley Subaru, which uh, we will hook you up with tickets to tomorrow's big show at the Rev Center. We've got Star Set and Red coming into town. We'll hook you up with those tickets. You just need to figure out Bad Impressions and go and have yourself a good old time. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. Call now if you'd like to play. It works like this. Big J's got three clues about somebody famous. Sometimes you need all three, sometimes you don't. But if you can guess who he's trying to be, then you've got a concert that you're going to tomorrow night at the Rev Center, and hopefully that makes you a happy person. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey, this is Dennis. All right, Dennis, you're up first, man. Good luck. I have 318 million followers on Instagram. Next one. Can you smell what I'm Instagramming? Next one. Black Adam is coming soon. Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Yeah, there you go. Boom, that is correct. Hang on one second, Dennis. We'll hook you up with those tickets to Star Set and Red. And why is The Rock in the news? Uh, well, boy, I tell you what. He uh, just seems like such a nice guy sometimes. Uh, a, a young lady had, uh, her name uh, is uh, is uh, Mel, and she uh, was going to prom. She didn't have anybody to go with, so she took The Rock, a cardboard cutout of The Rock. Oh, The Rock. And a nice uh, pink uh, tuxedo with a bow tie looks very nice and she posed with pictures of it and everybody kind of took part there at the prom with it and she posted that on uh, Instagram and of course that caught The Rock's attention and then he reposted all the pictures and uh, quote said it was an absolute honor to take you to the best prom date ever as the best prom date ever uh, great to meet you and the family too P.S. I'm super happy you posted this have the best summer you think Danny so. DeVito's upset yeah, for getting course. his uh, his his uh, his whole little uh, thing stolen by the uh, the young lady that took a car- cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito to prom a couple years back, and now it's happening with The Rock. Ah, uh, probably. His probably thunder. Just, yeah, he didn't get uh, get nearly the response that uh, this has going. But you know, I bet down the road somewhere, uh, The Rock meets that young lady. I bet you're right. I bet you he goes out of his way to meet her. As a matter yeah, of fact, because that's, that's the what kind he, of does. Guy he does. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, happy prom. It sounds like she had fun. She went viral, which is obviously probably the goal of the whole thing to begin with. And The Rock saw her, which was probably goal number two. Everybody wins. Yeah. Except for the cardboard cutout. Who knows where that is? Exactly. And I can tell you from personal just what it's like when uh, somebody you, you know, look up to responds to something that you've done and, and does something that way. It's so cool. 
It is. It's nice, especially when that's what you're going for. Now, listen, you haven't told people, but there's soon going to be a Big J cardboard cutout. Can no, somebody take a, that to prom? it's not a cardboard cutout. What? What happened? No, no, it was a standee, right? It's a standee, but that's a sign. That doesn't mean cardboard cutout well, necessarily. You, oh, I thought you were going to like lean it up against something. You're no, it's a sign. Up. It's a standee sign. It, it comes with... It's not a cardboard cutout. Okay. But, I mean, it's something that could stand that's that kind of bigger size yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll see it out at the Slipknot show for sure. And somebody could take that to prom if no, they want. No, please don't they... take it. Uh, it's good, costing me money. Please don't take it. Thank you. When you're done with it, I mean. After the sure, Slipknot show, come sure. what I may, mean, right? Basically, it's just a poster. It doesn't... Oh, I see. So, There's not, like, any thickness to it. It doesn't stand up on its own. It's just no, a piece of paper? No, it's a standee. Okay. What I do they thought, call them? Uh, I, when you said standee, I kind of assumed, like, the Yoda thing back there. Yeah, like, it's yeah, got its own yeah. thing to it that it can stand on, but it's not a stand type thing. Unfortunately, it's, just, it's not a cardboard cutout. It's just my poster for the uh, Big, J, Big J's Beard Brigade, but it's, like, five feet big. Uh, I, I, well, uh, listen, if somebody wants to, could they take that to prom? Can they dance with it, I guess, is I my mean, question? I mean, sure, after June 17th. You do whatever you want with it. Wait, June 11th is the show. Where is it going to go for the next six days? I don't know. I, probably right here in the studio. <laughs> well, then my, somebody Listen, might as well take it I, to the prom. Trust me, I might just drop it off somewhere. I need to get my money's worth out of that thing. <laughs> Morning Being after. the top of a bridge, overpass on the connector. Who knows? With Nick and Big J, we will do wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. Sometimes. <laughs> That is Hailstorm and the Steeple here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Wrapping things up, tried and failed to get back on the horse today, give away some money with the X-Rock Double Dare, but the video game franchise questions will continue. 12.30 today with Jason Drew, 5.30 today with Adam, your next chance to win. We did, however, give away a couple pair of Star Set and Red tickets for tomorrow night's show at the Rev Center. That will continue. Big J will watch a movie on Amazon Prime called The Deep House and give you a review of that tomorrow. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, the uh, were you a big X Files fan? Did you ever? I never get into watched that? it. I, I I don't think I've watched an entire episode. I, I tell you, I, I, that was the weird part. I think I remember telling you this. I never watched the X Files series, but I did watch the first movie. Weird. <laughs> and I don't know why yeah, because is, I was completely lost. Yeah, that is really weird. Uh, in Saratoga Springs, New York, a couple uh, who are huge fans of that show have set up a museum devoted to the X Files and uh, the uh, the show um, creator. Chris uh, Chris Carter showed up and uh, opened the place up and said, this is a dream I never knew I had. So it's like a an actual museum that people can visit. Yeah, yeah, you can visit. They got exhibits, props, and costumes from uh, their favorite TV show. So uh, they they you know all those years buying stuff up, they decided to do something with it. Crazy. Uh, did, did did you watch the show? Is this something you're interested? Yeah, in? Yeah, I did for for a few years. I was a pretty big fan of it. Now let me ask you this, because there's there's a show, there's plenty of shows that we all watch that we wouldn't go out of our way to watch it to go to a museum to go check out. Is there a TV show that you would like plan a trip to go see a museum based on just the, the oh, actual yeah. uh, you know costumes and stuff from Airwolf if somebody had an Airwolf Museum, you'd actually go travel to absolutely. it? Absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. What do you think would be in that museum? Uh, you, hopefully uh, Airwolf. Well, okay, uh, so they would have the Airbus, okay. uh, the Airbus uh, helicopter. So they would have that. And then, you know, maybe like their flight suits. So I'm just trying to think if there would be stuff. if there would be enough like actual stuff in there for people to actually have an Airwolf Museum. You know, maybe uh, a cello. <laughs> I forgot that he played the cello. 
Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't hold my breath though. I think it'd be no, like you and never, three other guys that'll that never happen. No, I mean there's ten of us, but I mean. Take but it easy. I, I understand that that, uh, <laughs> that you do love that show. It's very, th- is there anybody that like follows around like what happened to the actual helicopters using that show? Do you know like where uh, they are? Where they are now? Right. I, like, does no. any, does Probably anybody pay attention? I'd have to go and uh, do some research, but not enough interest in that to do it. <laughs> well, I'm not a lunatic, okay? Sure. I like stuff, but I'm not a lunatic, right. okay? Well, I mean, you would chase it down and go see it if somebody put it on sure, a yard for but, you. You know, I like to travel places, you know. That makes sense. Uh, but what if it was in, like, some backwoods, like, Georgia state, city or something? Did it, would it have to be a destination? <laughs> I don't know that. I wouldn't, you know, like... Because you know the Airwolf Museum's not going to be in L.A., right? It's going right. to be in, no, like, Lafayette yeah. County or something like I that. I would hope it would be somewhere in Utah or uh, Montana where they filmed a lot of the stuff. Now, that being said, we've been to lots of backwood places for goofy museums on our many road trips and Listen, saw some really cool stuff. Yeah, the John Wayne Museum is really cool. That was cool in the stuff. middle of nowhere, Iowa. Listen, that action figure museum they saw in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Little awesome. jerkwater Oklahoma town. Yeah, it was great. So listen, I'm not Don't trying knock to knock it at all. I'm saying that people that put forth that time and effort couldn't actually lead you to some really cool places. Now listen, the journey to get to those places weren't exactly fun. But right, no. uh, once you're there, there's nothing to do but said museum. But still, some of that stuff is cool to check out. So it might be worth a road trip of your very own one day. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets that aren't flushing. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, Heating and Mechanical your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you all tomorrow at CX Rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.